Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here, and we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got a very special returning guest uh, back on the podcast for the first time in approximately... 100 episodes or so uh you know former uh former fantastic guest that used to fire john regan on the reg but now they're separated by time and space so he's here to fire john remotely with keeping with that coronavirus theme it's uh it's our boy ryan drake ryan say hey hello friends it's good to be back it took a pandemic to get me back here but here i am Exactly, man. You know, it's good to have reasons to come back on the show. I don't know why we don't. Ah, see, he's back in the. That's that's what I'm going to write my. That's what I'm going to write my answers on. Right back in the swing of things, right off the bat. (laughs) You know, he didn't miss a beat, man. Hey, Ryan, that's really excellent uh, for an audio podcast. So, GG. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's game that tune episode one hundred ninety five in the house and uh, man oh man we're gonna have a great time tonight. Uh, you know if you're just joining us, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're gonna try and guess each other's games with the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're gonna goof off, have a lot of fun. The winner picks a theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And within the last week was me, and I decided that the theme for tonight's episode uh, needed to be relaxing and chill. We need to calm down, everybody. Everybody just needs to find that uh, that chill vibe and go with it. So uh, I'm hoping tonight that we've got some uh, some great games, some great calm music, some some laid back vibes, uh, you know, just kind of uh, we're going to take it easy and you know, spoiler alert, I chose Duke Nukem 3D. I'm just exactly see that's the beauty of it. The, you know, sometimes the game that you can play and chill does not involve uh, calm music. Like if, you know, if you just want to, you know, lay back, chill out, vibe out with some Doom 2016, you know, that's <laughs> yeah, your that's... prerogative, baby. <laughs> like if you just want to start blow Shut up, John. <laughs> David finally got into Doom everybody and it it relaxes him. He meditates on it. So, uh, you know, I can't wait to hear uh, what everybody's picked. You know, but yeah, it's it's going to be a good one. We got a uh, got some great games. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking I, w- I almost wanted to call the episode "Comfort Food Games." You know, like sometimes like you just want to relax with a game. You got to go back to something that you know you love that you can play. Like you know, you know it like the back of your hand. And uh, but most importantly, we got great tunes. We got a lot of fun coming up. So uh, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and ease back off this uh, hosting mode. Get into a, a more relaxed vibe. So uh, do what you got to do to relax for this episode, everybody. It's like, it's like, it's, did you just wait for me to take a, just a huge bong rip? <laughs> See, yeah, this is a problem. Like, <laughs> I I do not have any weed on me right now because this would be the episode for it. So Johnny, <laughs> you smoke the weed instead. All right, and. Uh, Let's uh, let's get started on game one. <laughs> game Jesse's furious. One. 
one song no that was two (laughs) that sounded exactly the same (laughs) all right so that uh was the second song okay it was so this is the fourth game in the series and the first game to feature co-op multiplayer
Alright, gentlemen, who has those answers slash guesses slash penis drawings? I was actually going to say, I'm, I'm actually not convinced that was three different songs. It all ran together that for me, too. That was one song repeated. <laughs> and I have a good penis drawing. No. <laughs> Alright, so, um... <laughs> good luck. Johnny has... <laughs> Johnny has what appears to be a snowflake made of penises. <laughs> Sadly incorrect. Jesse says Call of Duty 4. Sadly incorrect. I don't know um, too. Ryan says uh, Ryan says Harvest Moon back to Nature. Nature. Clearly that's Sadly not incorrect. John Harrington has the correct answer of Box Boy plus Box Girl. Ooh. <laughs> What is so? This is Box Boy plus Box Girl. Cool. It sure is. All right, moving on. <laughs> Game two. <laughs> nah, man. Th you know these games, man. You, you gotta, you gotta get to know this box, man. What a charming couple of boxes these are. Are these like uh? You mean this box here? Oh, oh cool. I, I didn't mean that specific box. I forgot they made an amiibo of the box. Wow. They did. It was only released in Japan, and I spent a frankly embarrassing amount of money to import it because yes, I love the zero. Box Boy series. <laughs> um, it's a fun series. It's really cool and charming. But the amiibo man, can, how, what uh, have you been training that amiibo in Smash Brothers? What can that amiibo do? I. He's been okay, waiting for this no. moment exactly. This, this is, is the amiibo moment. Sidetrack the conversation from what I want to get to, but Box Boy <laughs> honestly should have been an assist trophy in Smash Brothers. Like if ah. he just made a couple boxes and threw them out to make like platforms on the stage, that would have been actually really fucking cool. Then he could smash. They rocks. didn't do that. Yeah, Super Smash Bros. That'll be the next game. Smashbox 20, baby, love them. <laughs> I feel like y'all are getting towards something else as you say that, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is that you're getting at. But I was making a Rob okay. Thomas joke. You made a you made a weird sexual thing, David. Yeah, man, I was just huh. talking about how fun it would be to have a, a fighting game with 80 boxes as all the characters, but no, you had to make it all about sex. You could be like a Solid Snake's box. You could be like the box from Smat or, or, or Animal Crossing with the leaf on it. Like, there's so many video game boxes. I mean, I don't think I made it sexual, but then again, I make everything sexual. Ladies. Go. Guys, I'm going to head out. This has been fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everything gets sexual with David, especially when it comes to Box Boy. <laughs> he really likes to fuck that box. Uh, so, David, uh, tell us all about your new waifu, the box. <laughs> Mazel tov, by the way. <laughs> I came out to hear. I came out to have a really fun time, and I'm honestly feeling so attacked right now. Um, I wanted to bring up Box Boy plus Box Girl for this theme because, like. The theme was like chill games and it's a puzzle game box boy plus box girl is a puzzle game and sometimes with puzzle games you know sometimes you get frustrated and you get angry like why can't i figure this out and like you kind of get that anger towards you but for some reason the box boy games just never get that to me maybe it's because of the chill music maybe it's because of the monochromatic visual style but this game is just like it's just 
it's so easy to relax to. Like, you come to it and... It could just be because it's it's not quite trial and error like puzzle games. Like, they don't tell you, you got this wrong, you have failed. It's just kind of, here's this puzzle, figure it out in your own time. Like, it's, it's a much more low-key puzzle game, so... I don't know, sometimes when I really want to unwind, I'll just pop out my Switch, I'll put in Box Boy Box Girl, and I'll sit down and it's like, you know what, I just want to, like, relax, and here's this puzzle, and let me take some time, let me figure it out, like, okay, here's the solution, and like you said, for cool, chill games, it's just, it's a really relaxing game. I like it. I mean, honestly... Yeah, uh, this is exactly what I thought you would pick. Not not Box Boy specifically, but like I was thinking, I'm like, David's got a puzzle game he's gonna pick. Like that that guy, he uh, he likes his handhelds, he likes his puzzles. So this is you know, if I had like a series of envelopes to open with my predictions for the night, this would have been the top one. Um, <laughs> Your David Bingo but, uh, card. It's pretty much yeah, just yeah, like just reveal that I predicted and called the entire show. Um, but yeah, no, this. Uh, yeah, I've been meaning to get into this series. I, you know, again, I, I don't have my charger for my 3DS, so the first three are all gone. Uh, and I, frankly, until you brought this up, I didn't realize they had made four fucking Box Boy games, nor that they had made one for the Switch. I completely had this pass me by, so that's good information to know. Do they have like a compilation of the other three or something? Like, uh, you know, not. I need I need yet. quad box. I need all four Box Boys I mean, at once there's... for a special project. <laughs> There's there's a trilogy for the 3DS, and then there's a fourth game for the Switch, and I do ah. highly recommend picking this up for the Switch. Um, and see, now I feel bad. I've you know I also realize being a little bit sexist because I just keep on only referring to Box Boy. Uh, David, talk to us about Box Girl. Uh, you know, tell us you know the the big differences between Box Boy and Box Girl, man. Um, one of them has a ribbon, and one of them doesn't. I mean, <laughs> honestly, that's the difference. So is this I was a little upset, because as I was playing through Box Boy plus Box Girl, like, you have the choice. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to play with Box Girl, because that's how I roll. And then, like, Box Girl gets in the story of the game, because there is a story, believe it or not. Like... <laughs> Box Girl gets taken away, so you do have to play as Box Boy for a while. Mm. I was like, wait, what? I, huh? Typical <laughs> gender role bullshit. Jeez, uh, yeah. man. Damseling. I mean, yeah, I'm out. I'm in out. A box they're, game? they're fucking boxes. <laughs> Jeez. That's you not know, so very nice, me this, David. Gee. This game doesn't pass the Boxdol test. <laughs> This game doesn't pass the Again, Mrs. Pac-Man like test. To reference from the beginning of this segment, I came out to have a nice time, and I'm honestly feeling so attacked right now. I know you love feminism and boxes, David, so I'm just trying to get you to, you know, hate on your own game. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the game looks fun. No, man. um, I, yeah, I played I played some it, demos it of one of the Box Boy games, and it seems right up my alley. I mean, the Box Boy games like. They honestly could have been on a Game Boy, but they're not. Like, <laughs> they're super minimalistic, super simplistic, but they have a, a lot of interesting, unique puzzles. Um, and it's it's kind of a... It's a weird series in Nintendo's catalog, because, no. like... 
Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> nobody looks at the Box Boy games like, these are huge hits, but... I'm Nobody's sorry, looking Ryan, at the Box Boy games say? and saying, like, where's the next sequel? You know, somehow Box Boy has more sequels than F-Zero, and uh, <laughs> oh. that feels that feels wrong to me. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Fuck. No. Box Boy and F-Zero <laughs> have the same amount of sequels if you count the arcade edition. <laughs> okay, see? That's, you know, I never played Box Boy Arcade Edition. <laughs> that's absurd. <laughs> 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 just imagine Box Look, Boy the in the point. arcade. It's just a big box. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with this thing? It's a box. Put put a quarter in it. <laughs> yeah. like, just a homeless guy outside the arcade that lives in a box. <laughs> it's just a cardboard box with a coin slot. Mm -hmm. Box Boy arcade. Let's, go. What's this other? It's also the reason for? I've been banned from most arcades around here. <laughs> cardboard box with a coin slot is my bio on Tinder, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> Sold. The point that I was trying to get to is that it's a fun puzzle series, and it's a very relaxing puzzle series because, like, a lot of puzzle games that are very like let's let's ramp up the difficulty, let's ramp up the tension, like oh you got to make those choices real quick. Like, Box Boy is very kind of relaxed, and like mm -hmm. you know what. Take a moment, think about your solution, like, have a pause, like, it, it fit the theme, because it's a very chill puzzle series. Would, would you yeah. say that it thinks outside the box? I would say it thinks outside of the box, Jesse. Wow. Jesse, can we get that as a pull quote for the next Box Boy game? Yes. <laughs> the one that will... The one that will put it over the F-Zero series in terms of sequels. Oh, I hate that uh. game now. <laughs> David, is Nintendo paying uh, you money to say this? <laughs> no one has paid me money. Um, I just, I'm a huge fan of the Box Boy series. Like, it's an under, <laughs> it's an underappreciated Nintendo series. You say you're it not being paid. It comes from How and... Laboratories. It's from the creators of Kirby. It's a fun game. It does look charming. You say you're... You say you're not being paid, but I see you just wallowing in expensive import amiibos <laughs> as this conversation continues. I uh, I suspect David might be in the uh, you know the pocket of Big Box. <laughs> box. Big Box is a boss in Metal Gear Solid, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that's the next, see. Just remake all the Metal Gear Solid games with a box. Like all the characters are boxes. <laughs> Big Box would John, be a great I, fight. I wish I was in the pocket of Big Box. Like, that sounds like something I wish I was with. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. If, you know, Hal Laboratory was contacting you personally, like, we really haven't sold enough Box Boys. We're going to need the GTT bump to keep this series going. We need David to Box push Boy hasn't Box got this Boy. much publicity in ever. <laughs> I am literally like the biggest publicity advocate for Box Boy in the United States. I'm not My Johnny. reach of I'm up to tens of Americans. <laughs> hey. We're gonna get Johnny to really optimize the SEO so that this is the number one search result for Box Boy going forward. Like if you think Box Boy No, Box Boy the first ten pages of Box Boy is porn results. We do have yes, international fans too. Mm-hmm. So we gotta gotta push the box, man. We gotta you know, gotta <laughs> really get them into the box. So yeah, we're you know we're gonna we're gonna really fuck with Google search engine. It's gonna be game that tune box boy episode. 
followed by Rule 34 box, and then, <laughs> you know, the game itself might actually come up. But, you know, we really want people to know what David thinks about Box Boy, because as he's, uh, you know, demonstrated repeatedly, he's a fan of the series. <laughs> the I man am really it's... likes the box. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I... Oh. <laughs> You know, I was like halfway convinced that you were gonna like give me a legitimate soapbox to talk about this. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, a soapbox. Oh, oh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, Johnny, this show's getting a little overheated. Play that special sound before you take us to the next game. All right, everyone, chill. Thank you, John. We needed that to cool off. David, the box is empty. It's time to move on to the next game. <laughs> game two.
Alright guys, so designer Woodley Nye came up with this idea, uh, came up with the idea for this game while sweeping a pile of leaves. Alright guys, feeling chill, I'm feeling chill. Who's got some answers? We've got, Jesse says Halo, which is incorrect. John, David, and Ryan all say Dust Force, which is correct. Is this a hat trick or is this a three? No, I fucked Still it up. Still hat trick. Still hat trick. <laughs> are, there, are there three winners? Hat trick. Yes, this is Dust Force, one of the few games that I've brought on the show that I've actually played. Let me whoa, just, whoa, whoa, whoa. clear the You're air. You're kidding me. I've played this one. Get the fuck out. That <laughs> not ruins my prediction envelopes. You don't <laughs> play games. <laughs> what the hell? No, no. Um, Let me stop you right there, John. Johnny does play games. He just doesn't play games past 1994. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, I guess, yeah, he, he hasn't played a new game 
besides Sonic Mania or Toe Jam and Earl in like the last ten years. No, John so. doesn't play. John plays games. He doesn't play video games. He plays games with my head that makes me want to fire him constantly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like by choosing a game that he claims to have played. That's the ultimate head game. You're full of shit, John. There's no way you've played this game. No. I have. Actually, can everyone very quickly be quiet so we can get a clean take of Ryan saying, John, you're fired? <laughs> John, you're fired. Oh, yeah, that's soundboard material right there. Uh, that's going to be, be recurring. On, <laughs> Ryan's going to be on every show going forward. That's going to be on. Clip. That's the new sound for when Johnny hasn't played a game. And it's also the entire episode 200 free, uh, free play jingle, so oh be prepared. God, yeah. uh, it's just going to be a huge buildup, and then just John, you're fired. Um, so yeah, Johnny, our since epi- you... Her episode 200 free play jingle is just going to be 200 variations of Ryan saying, John, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, just, you guys wanna, if you guys want to hop on later, I can just say it over and over again for an hour. You can record <laughs> it. We'll put a beat behind it. Yes. That sounds good. Can, you know, can you just keep saying John, you're fired to the tune of Old Town Road, because uh, that seems like the kind of thing that we'd use in a heartbeat. Um, but Johnny claims to have actually played this game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let him talk as though he knows what he uh, what he's talking about here. So Johnny, yeah. uh, you know what exactly is this Dust Force you speak of? So the Dust Force is a team of janitors. This is a God game. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, you where... made a mistake. Why did you let him talk? <laughs> should have known i thought it was going to be something cool but no it is it really is about janitors (laughs) and it's a game where you go through a level um sweeping up dust and leaves and things like that and when i describe it like this it it doesn't sound that great i'm so bored but it's (laughs) it's a game that's about trying to keep your momentum as you move along and do these things so you're trying to run through the level and like slide up walls, jump off walls, you know, you can actually sweep ceilings. And it's all about trying to keep like- Hardcore dusting. (laughs) It does. (laughs) And it's it's like Mirror's Edge meets cleaning your house. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) God damn it. You know what, honestly, I'm fucking into that. Give Mirror's Edge a broom and you got dust force, baby. And like, it's, it's fast. It's about trying to get through the thing as fast as you can, but it's not like Twitch reaction fast. It's just like, it's like, what you, if you, Sonic were a janitor? Yeah. <laughs> it's all about, you get a groove going, you know, you get that momentum going, and you kind of get through the level as fast as you can. That's, that's you kind of get in a groove or a zone as you play it. You have that music playing, right? It's a chill game to play. John, I'm not convinced you played this game. And, <laughs> well, speaking in broad terms here. No, so, and like you... You press buttons, you, and then... Uh, <laughs> Like, sometimes your characters move, um... You manipulate things you know with button no, presses. I'm, g- I'm gonna jump on Johnny's defense. Like, sometimes there are games that you kind of get into that groove. Like, for example, box Bayonetta. Boy. Like, you sit there, you're pushing buttons. Don't you buttons, say Boxboy like, to us. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting into, like, a groove and, like, fighting enemies, like, swifting around. Like, no, I understand that. There's a certain rhythm to games, and... If there is a game where you have a rhythm of cleaning things, I can understand that. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So the far, our games have like... been about dusting and boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be a real chill night. We're sitting at the table early. <laughs> got our box game. Got our cleanup game. Chill does not mean boring. I'm. 
There's yeah. a secret you know, theme of Jesse chores. Jesse definitely picked like Jesse picked a book of recipes for the Nintendo DS. It's gonna be really fucking chill. <laughs> like, I love the fact that we're talking about like chill games and getting involved and. Ryan's camera literally has him pulling up his phone to do things. <laughs> He's chilling, man. I'm chilling. <laughs> He's trying to let Johnny get his info out on this dust yeah. force. It's a totally <laughs> believable game that Johnny maybe played once. It it was released as a humble bundle for Linux, and I was really excited about it, so I bought it. <laughs> And played it for 10 minutes, and then said, like, you know what, I love the soundtrack to this, and I listened to the soundtrack ah, a bunch, and never really played the game again. But the We've game reached was... the center of the hedge maze. <laughs> Johnny, I tried to help you. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> so, Johnny, recount for us, you have 10 minutes to properly recount the 10 minutes that you played of this game. Can you reenact in real time? I bet. <laughs> Take I want a, a real-time reenactment of you playing this game for 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Alright, so I've got my controller. No, don't do it. I've... I'm just gonna sit back. Look, it's the very same controller. Wow, legendary, this controller. It's been used to play upwards of three games in <laughs> the 10 years that John's owned it. <laughs> it's a wild controller. <laughs> but, yeah, like... So anyway. It's it's a it's a it's a chill game. I enjoy it. I, I'm, it's on Steam. Um, it's, I don't do you, know what else it's on. Do you use Steam to do the cleaning? <laughs> yeah. When he says it's on Steam, he means you have to get it from like an old school like Steam machine <laughs> that you use to clean old schools. Uh, um, yeah. So it's you, on the Nickelodeon. Can you upgrade your dusting so eventually you'd be steam cleaning the levels? Uh, you know, I assume there's like broom upgrades. I mean, you know, I, I you have to download uh, this to your cotton gin. I appreciate that people can make <laughs> games about things that are so superfluous, like a platforming game about dusting. But like sometimes it's just like, it's what, like, well, it's, come on, take like Super Meat time. Boy. Take Super Meat Boy, add cleaning. That's basically what it is. Like it's that was the pitch in the meeting that made this happen too. <laughs> <laughs> he walks in there. There's a whiteboard on the wall. It says Super Meat Boy. He erases meat. He writes Super Clean Boy, and then he <laughs> writes a writes a bunch of dollar signs. An hour later, someone walked in and wrote Box Boy. <laughs> <laughs> walks into the whiteboard, draws a box. Everybody's kind of looking confused. He puts two eyes and a pair of legs on the box. Everybody's still a little confused. Profit, baby. And then he, yeah, he draws some dollar signs. Box boy. Sold. <laughs> it, it occurred, Shiggy you just know, backs the money truck We're all sitting up. here shitting on Johnny. How did this turn back to me? Like, let's it's, focus on Johnny. I'm going back it's going to gonna Johnny turn back to this. Box Boy all night. <laughs> so, I just it just occurred to me that this isn't the only game Johnny's picked about cleaning. That's the other thing. I thought, you know, I immediately went into discussing this as though it were a first-person game because I got it confused with Viscera Cleanup Detail, the previous cleaning-based <laughs> game that Johnny has picked for the show. But it's not a first-person game. It is a, it's a 2D platforming game about dusting things, so it's less cool than Mirror's Edge with a broom. I... <laughs> Looking in the background uh. of John's screen, I feel like you should be playing less cleaning games and doing more actual cleaning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, oh, six, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yep. He's, I he's not wrong, John. Three. 
Yeah, it is a fucking mouse back here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I've never looked behind my computer. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Uh, Alright, Johnny, so you know, you have to tell us something about Dust Force, and then you gotta play the chill sound to cool us off after that sick fucking burn that Ryan just laid <laughs> on you, so, yeah. In the segment, John. It's, it's a good game, it's fun All to right. play, you, it's, it's a relaxing game to play, I can relax to it. The music, the soundtrack is great, I'm so excited for it to come onto GTT Radio. Yes, uh, I know there are other people excited for GTT Radio. I know Chrono, uh, Patreon superfan and GTT Radio overlord, has requested Dust Force several times, and I've ignored it every time because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know that you knew what it was, so I'm surprised to hear it pop up on the show now. In our so. Discord, uh, Ghost Malone has a great description here. It's parkour meets Marie Kondo. God, Actually, when you yeah. put it like that, I want to fucking play that game now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, kind of into that, you know. <laughs> Marie Kondo's parkour game with a soundtrack by Koji Kondo. You know, now we're talking. <laughs> it's, you know, Kondo x Kondo, and it's just, you know, it's a cleaning platforming game. Did Koji Kondo do the game? I'll be honest, I wasn't really paying attention. No, That's what's no. so crazy, David. Yes, Koji Kondo composed <laughs> Dust Force. This indie game. <laughs> this indie cleanup game. Yeah, I got nothing else going on. I'll just go ahead and compose this for yeah. you. They didn't ask me to do the new Mario game, so I guess I could do yours. <laughs> I'll give Dust Force some credit. At least it had three songs, unlike Box Boy. <laughs> oh! Damn, David. You know, that's pretty <laughs> shitty. I'm not going to lie. Ryan, I was super excited for you to be on tonight's show, and now I I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you want you know gonna step into david's box like this i got this, a uh, i got a year's worth of shit to, to pent up i gotta get out <laughs> it's been a minute yeah and man. you should direct it to johnny not towards me <laughs> towards oh, you it's towards man. box boy you're you're a corporate uh, sponsor ryan's back with years worth of grudges he's playing this new character broken ryan drake it's yep. uh believe yeah. yep <laughs> so. yes years worth of grudges towards boxes yeah He's coming for Box Boy, he's coming for David, and as always, he's coming for Johnny. So, Johnny, anything else on Dust Force? All right, everyone. Chill. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Game three.
How about that nice chill music, huh? It's good, man. Damn, you got, Ryan, you got the theme right. That was so chill. Um, I forgot. I did forget I had to do trivia, but I pulled up an article that I'm going to read something from. <laughs> this is game three. You had two games to define trivia. <laughs> well, I did. I pulled up this article. I'm going to read a thing from it. David, quit going in so hard on Ryan. Yeah, Jeez, sorry, box. Savage. Sorry, box boy. <laughs> Y'all were sitting here talking shit about box boy. You know. Okay, box boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, boy. <laughs> Which will now be David's new name. <laughs> this is uh, this is a 2018 GQ article where the author, describing the end of this game, the author writes, This is hard to describe in prose, but trust me, it makes a big impact when you're playing it in real time. It's still, 10 years later, one of the greatest twists in video game history. Too chill, too furious. <laughs> Hold him up. Let's see it. I saw Jesse Google it. <laughs> All right, John Regan says a connect something box bagging a Connecticut box. Whatever. Uh, Fable two says John. 
Uh, David says Fable 2. Jesse got it right with Braid. Congratulations, Jesse. For the record, mine was a Connecticut box boy in King Arthur's Court. <laughs> Not worth repeating, John. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy how I, I feel just like John should one. get a point. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yes, one so, of the greatest twists in video game history, according to GQ Magazine. Talking about that braid. About braid. Uh, was it, though? I thought it was pretty yeah. crazy when I played <laughs> it. Sure. It blew my mind. You know, I've not played this game, but I, I'm pretty sure it's renowned for its twist. Uh, this uh, kind of a legendary game in terms of uh, gaming twists and you know indie games that blew people's minds. Yeah, that game. Yeah. I, I played. You, as you know, I played about six games in my lifetime, but this is one of them. <laughs> Somehow I missed Dust, like Ghost Dusters or whatever that was. <laughs> Why didn't they call it Ghost <laughs> Dusters? <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Box <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, we got so much crossover. Ghost boxers. Okay, not gonna lie. If the Ghostbusters were replaced with boxes. That would make that movie so much better. Talking about the 2016 movie, David? I can't believe you would go in on that movie wow. so hard like that. What? Jeez, why do you hate women? I I'm talking about any of the Ghostbusters. If any of the Ghostbusters, either in the 1984 version, the 2016 version, the IDW Comics version, the Extreme Ghostbusters... Fucking any version of them. All right. Wow. David, so I'm I was, I was prepared to talk. I was prepared to off. talk about Braid, but now I just want to talk about how <laughs> David doesn't like the Ghostbusters movies, but he likes Box Boy. <laughs> Wait, you don't uh, like Ghostbusters? David, uh, I find famously that hates that you, Ghostbusters. I guess I, didn't I know see that. that you will find that I like any of the Ghostbusters, all versions of the Ghostbusters. There are multiple versions of the Ghostbusters, and I am in favor of all of them. Is he okay? He's, you know, it's okay, no, David. No, not at all. David, you know, he's, he loves Ghostbusters, and he loves Box Boy so much that he's saying he's actually saying they, you know, they would be improved, and he'd be in favor of it by them becoming boxes. That's the point. He isn't... Okay. No disrespect on Ghostbusters. It's 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 more of that pro Box Boy talk. He, yeah, you know, he just wants more boxes. This is pro box agenda. That's, yeah, just always pushing the I box. Mean, to be fair, Bustin be fair. makes me feel good. <laughs> well done. <Ted. laughs> so, are we allowed to spoil Braid? A game 12 years yes. out? <laughs> to, or, I hear there's a twist. Because <laughs> so, I do think the twist was pretty good. I've never played a game where, you know, you end up being the bad guy at the I end. I believe you've never played a game, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I believe you've never played a game where you were not Sonic the Hedgehog. Seriously, God, why didn't they do a Sonic Braid where it turns out, like, wouldn't that have just put Sonic 06 over the top? Like, everybody hates that game, but turns out Sonic was, like, pursuing the uh, the princess unwantedly the whole time. Wouldn't that have made it better? Like, <laughs> I mean, if you played Sonic 06 and then you got to the end, like, wait a minute, I am Robotnik? You played mm -hmm. Sonic 06 and you made it to the end, you're like one of seven people. <laughs> yeah. The game reveals that you, the player, are the villain by making it to the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have done this. <laughs> How? How'd you do that? Um, but yeah, no, uh, Johnny you know, or Ryan, whoever wants to spoil the twist of Braid, uh, you know, 
We can we can say some spoilers. We can warn live viewers to go away. No, wait, don't do that. Fuck that. Uh, I didn't. Know. I remember it didn't make sense to me when I first played it. Like it just happens. Like you're running. It looks like the princess is helping you get to her, and then all of a sudden it plays backwards, and you realize that she was actually preventing you from getting to her. But it took me a minute to figure it out. I was just like, I thought it was just some like heady ethereal thing. I just didn't understand. And I had to like nice. read an article about it before I realized that's what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Finish the game. I still think I'm the hero. Uh, the article just says like, no, you're not. <laughs> it's like so. watching Breaking Bad again, backwards. Damn it. But uh, yeah, no, this game. I mean, I, I think it's fair game to spoil the twist after 12 years of legendary status. I feel like pretty much everybody. Anybody listening to a video game music podcast at this point should not be upset that Braid just got spoiled for them. So I do apologize to, I don't know, anybody who that happened to spoil that for. But uh, no, I don't think it spoiled anybody. Um, but yeah, I, I, my, I myself have not played it, so now I'm, I'm just never going to play it. I'm, I'm never busting out my Xbox 360, pulling up Xbox Live Arcade and downloading this. So thanks That's a lot, That's the thing. Is, like, it, was, it was released as an arcade game. I think it's probably the only arcade game I've ever bought in my life. Uh, right, right. <laughs> And it just got so popular that it spilled over into other consoles. And everything that I remember about it, or everything I remember hearing about it, was that it sparked like the indie game like revival revolution. Yeah, that's pretty much the only way I know it. Everybody kind of recognizes somehow that like this, it's like you know. So now it's like, wait, we could make like two D platforming games. Okay, cool. I guess we'll you know all indie games will be that for a while. And it was des- it was designed by literally like one dude. Like one dude made the whole game, and then one dude did all the art. Oh like wow, it. that's impressive. Yeah, crazy to yeah, think yeah. there are games like teams of thousands of people now. Yeah, I like the credits for Red Dead Redemption Two took like four hours to scroll by. <laughs> Yeah, see, when you see something like this that's so captivating, and then, you know, t- you know, whatever, 10, 11 years later, it's like, we've got Red Dead Redemption 2, it's like, alright, yeah, hold on, maybe maybe we've gotten away from the independent spirit of Braid, <laughs> like, this, uh, this, this become a bit of a overproduction, but, you know, I, I like indie platforming games, I'm trying to think of some other ones that had similar, like, uh, ones that I have actually played that had, like, similar kind of, almost twists, obviously none as legendary as Braid, but, like, Limbo was dope, um... David, help me out here. I know you played some indie platformers. You you were on that WiiWare kick. Uh, tell I, us a game better I than mean, Braid. Box Boy. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really have a twist to it, but Cave Story, pretty yep. fucking great. Yep. You know, classic one-man indie game. Johnny, this is your time to shine. Name a single indie platforming game that's not Dust Force. God damn it. David stole Cave Story, which is what I was going to say. <laughs> so I know you've played it. <laughs> Technically, the original Toe Jam and Roll is an indie platform game. That's Johnny living on those technicalities. God damn, man. That's, you know. I don't know if that is technically true. <laughs> it is. Jesse. Jesse, bail Johnny out. Give us, Says. you know. See, there's, you know, that's another one. That came out shortly after Braid and blew everybody's mind in a similar fashion and featured would, a great soundtrack. Would you consider the Goose game a, a platformer? See, you know, there wasn't it's, enough platforming in the Goose game. It's a honk-former. I mean, I don't know if I would consider an untitled Goose game a platformer, but you know what? Fuck it. It counts. Yeah. No, it's a, a beloved indie game. And uh, it changed the game, clearly. You know, we're, you know, we're all just living in a post-Goose game society now. We just haven't seen, you know, what's coming next. 
Goose Game really uh, really pushed the envelope, and you know we're just gonna wait and see what the next wave of indie games is. I mean, so honestly, that's, that's, about it, life has been pretty shitty since Goose Game. Like it kind of peaked, and that was everything kind of changed after. Yeah, shit, mm. man. Did did the goose start the virus? Is that what happened? Like, did the, <laughs> the goose blew this whole thing wide open? Uh, yeah. The goose just kind of came in, took society, and dragged it away. <laughs> yeah, just nudged society off, you know, into the corners. Um, yeah, no, you know, I, I would like to think that Goose Game would be a similarly revolutionary game as Braid. So, you know, that's the that's the mundane life, you know, sim that I want. I don't want the I don't want the wacky platforming dusting game. I want more <laughs> games that are inspired by Goose Game. <laughs> you know. Where you you know you don't have to play as the humans sweeping the sweeping the floors. You play as the geese or the the squirrels oh. or you know whatever. And, like just you know, the animal society doing the silly mundane shit that you never even notice. And sometimes the goose can hide in a box. Damn. Uh, also, there are boxes in that goose game, so. Mm. Somehow everything comes back to boxes. Maybe the episode title should be about boxes. <laughs> I think it will be. <laughs> uh, the, the subtle theme of this episode is games featuring a box. Evander so, Holyfield's championship boxing. Yes. Damn it, Jesse, don't spoil my pick, man. That's my chill game. I chill with Evander Holyfield. <laughs> <laughs> I thought episode 195, episode title, box. Yes. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> Just box. So anyway, Ryan. So, any uh, any experiences, thoughts, you know, beloved things from Braid? I think David's uh, used to only having to deal with four games, and now we've got he's like game four drunk on game three. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> oh God, I love it, man. Uh, you know, I think we just got to keep it going. So, uh, David, don't don't you know take your foot off the gas. Let's just keep <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> And uh, really, you know, oh, he's got the squint going. It's uh, it's going to be a special night tonight, guys. So, hell it's yeah, a, it's a rare it's a rare moment. <laughs> Johnny, remind everybody to chill. Oh, sorry. Uh, where'd it go? All right, everyone, chill. Game Love the guncock. <laughs>
so in this game, tobacco is replaced as a trade item by crops because of Nintendo's family-friendly requirements. Ooh. Fellas, how are those answers? Oh, pretty good. I'm rolling one up right now. Oh, good. Give me one second. Yeah, this game is pretty cool. Um, I actually, I picked another game at first. And, like, last second, I was like, no, I gotta pick this. Um, alright, so Ryan says Stardew Valley. Incorrect. Um... Harvest Moon Smack'em? Is that what you said, John? Smoke'em. Smoke'em. Okay, that's also <laughs> incorrect. Uh, David Aww. says, uh, uh, what? Police story. Police stories. That's also incorrect. And Johnny <laughs> with the correct answer, Pirates. Is that Sid Meier's Pirates? That's right, Sid Meier's Pirates. This game came out on fucking everything back in the day, and uh, NES was one of them. And um, believe, I, well, I feel like John game. writes pirates every week, and does he happen to get this one right? Gotta yeah. bust out my pirates card. <laughs> <laughs> it's laminated. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, no, okay, sorry, Jesse, not to derail that with uh, no. making fun of John for loving pirates. Uh, I didn't know pirates came out of the NES. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I never actually owned this game. Um, a, a friend of my dad's did, and any time we went over there, uh, while they went out back and drank beers and smoked weed, I would <laughs> go in the one room and play Pirates, and I would play the fuck out of Pirates. And, nice. um, and as for Chill, you know, uh, there, there was a lot of sailing in the game, and, like, you know, a lot of sailing games really put me in a, you know, chill mood, like, Wind Waker, that was one of my favorite things to do in that game, was sailing. And, and the pirates, you could just sail all around the Caribbean, um, and uh, you'd go and mess with these little islands. If they had little uh, forts or something, you could, like, attack them. Um, you could uh, actually sword fight with, like, captains of ships and stuff. And um, what's crazy is, like, this game is, like, one of the first open-world games. Like, you make your character and stuff... Uh, you start off with a sword fight of a captain, 
And once you beat him, you take his ship, and basically you're the new captain. And then you're just in the fucking Gulf of Mexico, or and uh, fucking where do you want to go? Just fucking sail. Um, you run into like other ships, and you look at their flags. Like if you're Spanish and you see an English ship, you can like attack them or just get the fuck out of there. Um, if you see like one of your own ships, you can ask them what's going on and stuff, and they'll be like, "Oh, hey, uh." Uh, the English are attacking these islands and they're taking them over and stuff or or the Dutch have a new mine over in Mexico why don't you go check that out and so they just give you a whole bunch of like things you can do like you don't have to do them you can go and trade fucking like tobacco or, or crops in the fucking Nintendo crops. version um, yeah it's the Oklahoma thing crops right that's what we do here <laughs> We got crops. That is the official <laughs> video game of Somalia, by the way. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I was going to say, Jesse, what time period does this game take place in? We got, a, you know, like modern pirates? No, um, you actually can pick between uh, different time periods, though. You can pick, oh, like, cool. uh, you can pick uh, 1600, 1620, 1640, and 1660, which is wildly different time periods, as well, we all know. <laughs> Or you can well, just pick. You can just pick 1999, and it's just you downloading Napster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, oh man, we need a new pirates game, man. We need to. We need to update these pirates, because yeah, Ryan and I both. As soon as you said like you fight the captain, we both had a Captain Phillips moment. Where it's <laughs> like, we need a Somalian pirate game. <laughs> like, uh, well, you need to tell them that you're the captain now. Like, well, <laughs> you can't but, uh, start in 1560, which is pretty early too. So. Okay, word. See, that's my that's my time period. That's some Saint uh, some Saint Augustine shit. Oh, you can go to Saint Augustine. <gasps> See, now now we're talking. Get Is my house in out. the game? You can fucking attack Saint Augustine if you want to. The can Spanner we go to like my, me and John's neighborhood? Do they have Davis Shores in Saint Augustine? Can you go there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if you're telling right me there's right a game where I can go and kill John's ancestors, I am so in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think you know more accurately. David is the one with the more Spanish ancestry than uh, than Johnny or I. We, uh, you know, I think we're both pretty uh, uh, Anglican. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so you might That's be able true. to. True. Meet- if you can become a Pacetti, I am all about this game. See, man, we are making Saint Augustine specific references on this. Yeah. Oh god, that would be, you know. See, now I need to look into this, man. If you, you know, it, you know why aren't there more games set in St. Augustine? It's a rich know. place full of history. Yeah. And we love pirates, man. <laughs> you must have missed out on Bath Salts the game. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That's, that's yeah. Miami, man. That's uh, different. I, I pitched them that No, is, Johnny, that's <laughs> that's like all of Florida, <laughs> the game. Middleburg. See, you know, I, I was working on a game for a while. I was pitching Angel Dust Force, and then they uh, they didn't go for it. <laughs> and then someone ripped off, you know, ripped it off, and called it Bath Salts the Game. And it's the most popular game in St. Augustine and and most of uh, Peninsular Florida. So it's uh, it's kind of fucked up. I don't get any credit on that one. But um, you know, a pirate game where you're smoking bath salts would be pretty fucking great. <laughs> It's just the bath salts make you think you're a pirate, and everyone else just thinks you're fucking crazy. You open the, you start up the game. It's an NES game. The options are start. The other option is smoke bath salts. And if you choose smoke bath salts, and then you start, then it's a pirate's game. Otherwise, it needs to be. Just... It needs to be like a virtual reality game. 
or somehow like lawnmower man. There's some sort of breathalyzer that you can take for bath salt, yeah. and you have to be at a certain threshold to even get the game to start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you gotta blow a .08 on bath salts before you can play the yeah. game. That's a lot of fucking bath salt. <laughs> that, see, Is that it? sounds like a thing Florida would have invented by now. Instead instead of, salt, it's not even a video game. And once you blow a .08, it just plays spring breakers in your VR headset. I have yes. no frame of reference for what uh, a lot of blood bath salt content is <laughs> my blood's mostly mostly bath salts at this point <laughs> uh, 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 uh. i'm very buoyant <laughs> uh, so anyway that's that's not in sid meyer's pirates there's no bath salts but it could well, be hit us up this is one so i'm not sure okay now we're talking that's yeah. uh, that's yeah probably more likely well, um, I'm, I'm sure there's a ROM hack out there that you can add bath salts into this game. Sid Meier's bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, this is one of those title. Episode title. Like, I, you know, I feel like by putting your name on this, you open yourself up to you know just I don't know getting clowned on. Like I wouldn't want to put my actual name on a game. Like you know Peter fucking what's his, you. <laughs> yeah, what's his face is Daikatana and now Sid Meier's pirates. Like no, you guys really shouldn't put your name on the game. <laughs> I want Tom Clancy's I bad salts. I never want to put, my, put yeah. my name associated with anything associated with Florida. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's just asking for David trouble. David Fleming's Florida. Mm -mm, no, <laughs> take my name off that shit. <laughs> uh, David Fleming's Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. Mm -mm, no, it, uh, change that. Not into it. Um, Elder Scrolls but, Six yeah. bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> Ryan Drake's Elder Scrolls Six colon bath salts. Get uh, sued. I'm gonna get sued by Bethesda, but it'll be so worth it. <laughs> See Bethesda. I kind of feel like that's the episode title right there. <laughs> it might be. It's been a long time. We got to get Ryan back on the episode and into the episode title. That's really gonna get us those clicks. That's right. Um, Big SEO yeah. energy over here. If people think this podcast is in any way about Ryan, Bath Salts, or the Elder Scrolls, they're more likely to click. So that's a good idea, David. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's my audience. That's who I'm bringing to the table. <laughs> yeah, fucking Bath Salts riddle fucking, you know, guys anticipating the new Elder Scrolls. You know, Ryan's got a target demographic. Um... No, Jesse, this game, uh, you know, uh, I know it's uh, famous and popular, and I'm, you know, I'm in favor of playing more stuff like this because uh, I love pirates. Uh, pirates are cool. I feel like pirates, you don't play enough as pirates in games, at least not back in the day. Most games had, like, a pirate level where you, like, beat up some pirates. But, like, a game where you actually get to be the pirates, you know, I kind of uh, kind of wish I'd played this back in the day. Pirates are fucking cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real neat because... Like I said, it's one of the first, like, just games where you can just do whatever. Like, go and, like, trade and stuff, or just rolling up and talking to the different governors of each island, and maybe, you know, playing it cool, and then coming back with a better ship and blasting their fort all to hell, you know. Um, try to take out bigger ships. Like, uh, I just played real quick uh, before the show, and um, I had, you know, you start up with, like, a little dinky, like, sloop, and, um... I rolled up on this English frigate, and I'm like, why the hell not? So, and it, it like, pans until, like, above the ships, and you're moving the ships around, you know, and you gotta get the great, you know, starboard shots to, uh, 
oh no broadside you know broadside in the big ships and i was making mm. a lot of fucking hits on this thing and um so i, I it would have taken a long time but i think i could have defeated it which is kind of cool to be able to like take on like a big you know uh challenge like that at the beginning of the game just you know because you yeah. fucking want to and um unfortunately they rammed me and then um like your ship catches on fire and then i had to fight the oh, captain Jesus. and the captain was fucking op as fuck and he just killed me well he didn't kill me they take you to jail and then you have to wait like in jail for like a certain amount of time and then someone busts what? you out and you get like your ship back it's it's pretty cool well, <laughs> i mean it's it's a nice detail but no come on like fast forward through the jail part so now I'm picturing. I think that sounds great. You you can start out as a really small ship taking on a big ship. Are you saying this is kind of like Pirate Punch Out? Because mm. sounds kind of dope. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're a little five foot tall ship taking on like you know eight foot tall Mike Tyson in ship form. <laughs> and as long as you can kind of stick and move and land those punches and hit that broadside, you can maybe have a chance. May. But if it if it lands know. one fucking punch on your ass, you're done. <laughs> kind of. Well, yeah. See, I'm telling you, man, Mike Tyson's pirate out would be, uh, you know, that, that, that's a good crossover. That you know, why hasn't somebody else done that? Like, yeah, why when you not? have to fight the captain again. You know, it's the Somali pirate thing. You, you fight the captain, it turns out it's a, a big Mike Tyson-looking motherfucker, and he just you know punches his shit. It's it's a good idea. I'm, you know, someone needs to get to work on this. I'm the captain. <laughs> Exactly. He, you know, he just hits you, and then he just sits there and mocks you by looking in your eyes and telling you he's the captain now. He hits it and he quits so. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and more accurately, yeah, a, a, a Captain Phillips movie. Yeah, there need to be uh, need to be more games where you can play as Tom Hanks, like uh, Corona Hanks Coronavirus, the, the game. Yeah. <laughs> more Tom Hanks games. <laughs> Want to get you know real topical? You know we're way past the point where we should have been having more and more Tom Hanks games. He's a fucking treasure, and uh, like Philadelphia, you know, that'd be a good one. Yeah, <laughs> gotta hide those lesions. That's the whole game. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> or yeah, oh man, see a Phoenix Wright game, but it's it's all of Philadelphia. That's <laughs> fucking. That's a really good idea. <laughs> I, or or the one where um fucking where he's a comedian and he steals all those jokes or whatever and that one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, or as Mork says in the chat, Box Boy and Box Girl and Tom Hanks. That's oh, that would be yeah. great. <laughs> Just, you get to control a third character. It's Tom Hanks as a box. Box Hanks. And, uh... <laughs> and I bet there's a typewriter inside. Uh, or or Tom Hanks is a box. Of chocolates. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I resign from the show. <laughs> Whew. Okay, so David left. I assume he's throwing up. <laughs> I don't really want to start the next game without him. But we're kind of at that point. Jesse, fill time. Stretch! So, so um... Talk to us about AEW. Give us a quick recap while David's coming back. Okay. Um, I I couldn't hear any of the sound because I have it on mute. So, but I did. <laughs> couldn't gather, hear a thing Matt Hardy said, but um, he seemed angry about something. Well, did you see how he teleported around the the uh, stadium? Wow, that was stadium? fucking crazy. Yeah, it was They're nuts. In a very Chris, empty arena. <laughs> and Chris Jericho looked just baffled. It was great. Um, <laughs> the best feud of 2002. I can't wait. Yeah. 
And it's so weird because they, I, I, you know, I don't think, did they ever actually wrestle back in the day against each other? That's the thing. I, you know, I, I literally asked the question in our Facebook group earlier. Who the hell is Matt Hardy? I don't know this man, but he seems very popular. Oh, yeah, he's great. Well, you know, the Hardy Boys came out in the Attitude Era, and they were like the the next big tag team. And they had these epic battles with, like, Edge and Christian, the Dudley Boys, and David's back. And so that's uh, Pirates for NES. It was really fun. Do you change shirts, David? Rest- wrestling and solving mysteries. All right. Um, if you like pirate wrestlers, there's Kyrie saying she's the pirate princess. I love and, her. I and, love her. And uh, the uh, is it Brian Kendrick or Byron Kendrick? I don't know. I think he's a wrestler, or I mean, I think he's a pirate. And um, yeah, definitely a wrestler. <laughs> okay, let's all just chill. Uh, you know, it's been a great pirate segment. Uh, Jesse, anything else on pirates, either uh, you know, modern or uh, Sid Meier era? Um, no, it's, it's a fun game. Hell yeah. Jesse Moore's segment, everybody. All right, everyone. Chill. Game five.
All right, everyone. So uh, the game's designer has stated that the theme of this game is, quote, bringing people together, which is slightly ironic because the game features no people. So, how is everyone feeling after hearing all that? I'm feeling good that I have the wrong answer. Now that's the way I like to feel. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody's got a wrong answer. So, Johnny has drawn a penis, sadly incorrect. Jesse says Jazz Party 7, sadly incorrect. David says Animal Crossing New Horizons, which I swore I wasn't going to use for this episode, and I stuck by that. Sadly incorrect. And Ryan might get a slight point, because he has said Katamari Damacy. Now, this is not Katamari Damacy, but this is... We love Katamari. Watum. No, no, no. This is Watum. This is the game, the newest game from the Katamari Damacy creator, uh, Keita Takahashi. And uh, it keeps that Katamari spirit of uh, fucking colorful insanity. So, you know what, uh, Johnny? Throw Ryan a point. He gets one for this. Is this the pooping game? 
It, there is a lot of pooping in this game. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Getting us on track right off the bat. Still more interesting it's than still more interesting pooping. than dusting. Yeah, you know, we've uh, we, we've dusted. We put everything in the box. It's time to poop uh, <laughs> with Watum. <laughs> this fucking game, guys. I'm so glad that this game actually came out because this seemed like. This seemed like a fever dream. I feel like I, I thought this game was going to come out for a long time, and I was like, that game's never coming out. That's fucking nonsense. <laughs> like, this went through, like, some wacky-ass development hell. Like, I think they announced this game back, like, probably, hell, still in the PlayStation 3 era. And they were like, yeah, you know, uh, you know we got Keita Takahashi working on a fucking a new game, and it's going to be like a... It, at first, it just looked like some weird thing with Katamari colorful characters, and then I guess over time they thought maybe it was going to be an augmented reality game where like you had to stack characters and poop and rain and you know all kinds of weird shit was happening. And then it stopped being an AR game, and they thought maybe it was going to be a VR game for the PlayStation VR, and it wasn't that either. And so finally, it came out this year, or no, uh, sorry, it came out in December of 2019. It finally did come out. And, uh, this game, man, it's, uh, it, I mean, I don't know if it's everything I wanted it to be, but it's, it's pretty fucking good, man. Like, is it, everything, who's been... is it everything you want in the game? See, that's the question, John. It might be everything you want in a game. Like, r remind Ooh. me, what are the, what are the things that you like about games? Like, what is it that gets you to play a game? Like, uh, uh, no story. Number one on the list is it's not a game. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is barely a game, so that is true. <laughs> um, is pooping involved? There is poop. A lot of poop. John loves that. Uh, John loves poop. <laughs> is there Sonic? Because that would be the trifecta. See, okay, there's Sonic, the problem. Sonic, so, pooping, not a game. The problem is ultimately, yes, there is there is a story, <laughs> and there's no Sonic, so Johnny can't play this game. <laughs> ah. uh, but there's poop. So, you know, maybe he could think about it. Um, no, you know, this game, I mean, it's it's really fucking strange, man. It defies ex explanation, quite frankly. Like, it's, uh, the art style's really colorful, really abstract, really strange. Um, you know, you, uh, you're playing as these very simple, like, you know, colorful shape characters. You start as a uh, character called The Mayor. And he's a cube. He's a green cube. He's, he's a got box. a little smiley face with a mustache. He is a box. This is the you know this is another box game for the night. Uh, but see, Ryan, let me let me set this apart. This box. He's got a hat. <laughs> You're like this oh, box. Uh, fucks. Yeah. What shape yeah. is the hat? <laughs> it's a bowler. Yeah. Uh, you know this box has a fucking great hat. And guess what happens when you take off that hat? Underneath the hat, there's a little present. And the present, it's a bomb. So when you tip your hat to people and reveal the bomb present, it explodes. Everybody takes off on like fart rockets and flies all over the stage and laughs. And there's colorful smoke blowing everywhere. It's fucking crazy. And it only gets weirder from there. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. See, literally, the function of the mayor is to blow everyone's minds. <laughs> So yeah, I mean seriously, it's it's a really tough game to explain. Like, uh, it's you know the art style is real abstract. You uh, you're just playing as all these different objects, and as you do little puzzles, and you know I don't even want to call them puzzles. They're not puzzles. They're just interactions with things. Like, 
you know, more and more objects start to appear in the game, and you can control any object. Like, the control scheme on this game is a little wild. Like, uh, you move with the one stick. The right stick on the PlayStation controller, you can just point it at any object, no matter what it is, and that makes you control that object. And then you got the trigger buttons as, like, camera controls to rotate left and right. And you can, like, jump... Uh, with the X button, and then the square and the circle button on the PlayStation are your hands for whatever character you're controlling, and all those hands do, you press the square button for the left hand, the circle button for the right hand, and it lets you hold other things' hands. And you can hold hands with these other little objects and form a circle and do a dance. Uh, you can, like, chain them together and move together, and just, you know, more and more things come, and the game just gets sillier and sillier. It's very, very strange. Um, but it's fucking great, man. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's chill as shit. Like, you know, there's an object to the game. There is a story, but it's not really that important. It's really just kind of a playground. Like, you know, you're playing as these weird things, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to think. You know, I'm trying to get to the poop, Jesse. Don't fall asleep yet. You know, I'm trying to get back um. to the poop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you know, the like little things will pop into the uh, the area. New objects will show up, and as the mayor, you have to go up and give them a kaboom, and that then activates their mission. And like uh, the one I can think of, because it happened most recently, like an ice cream cone with no ice cream shows up, and the ice cream cone is crying. And you ask the ice cream cone what's wrong, and he's like, "I missed my fucking ice cream." There is no ice cream in the game, though, so you got to figure out something to satisfy the ice cream cone. But what is oh. what looks like a little swirl on top of an ice cream cone? Oh, I know. Uh-huh. Tell me, Jesse. <laughs> it's a big old shit. Yeah. So <laughs> you have to control one of the many sh- you know, little poops in the game, and you have to go climb on top of the ice cream cone, and then the ice cream cone is happy, and that satisfies that quote-unquote mission puzzle, whatever you want to call it. And then the next thing happens. I mean, like, that's literally, like, the extent of the game. You, you're interacting with these weird fucking objects. And, you know, just... Uh, it's such a fucking weird game. But it's so chill. Like, the, you know, it's again, it's Katamari uh, kind of adjacent. So the music is good. It's not... The music's not as excellent as the Katamari series. But uh, it's still pretty good. It's, it's jazzy. It's fun. And... You know something that can't be captured for a game that tune. Uh, depending on what characters you're controlling and like whose hands you're holding and what characters you're like standing on top of each other, it adds more instruments into the rhythm of the song. So like you know the music has some fucking layers to it, and it, the game's really just about kind of playing and doing silly shit. And so like if you're into the music, like you're hearing that jazzy little beat, and then you get you know these three characters stacked on top of each other and they start jumping around and it does new hits into the music, and it's like oh yeah that's kind of fun. But, uh, it's, uh, the game's really fucking something, and it doesn't take too long to beat, and there is a story. Again, I'm sorry, John, I would love to recommend this game, but there is a slight story to it, uh, and it's a big-time you know, story. It's, it's actually it's sounding pretty good. Like, I'm yeah. getting more into it. <laughs> You're just objects that move around and suck each other up and poop. Like, oh, it, the story perfect. is oh. pretty inconsequential, like... <laughs> It's uh, it, it's pretty good, but yeah. So you know, uh, spoilers for Watum. Uh, you know, you're seeing you can enter caves from time to time and get little flashbacks as to what happened. And there's a darkness, a dark 
uh, circle that embodies all the, you know, whatever the evil thing that happened and destroyed the world. And so, you know, they just keep showing these weird little abstract cutscenes where like a rainbow is there and then an evil dark circle shows up and it knocks out the rainbow and breaks up into pieces and destroys the world. And, you know, it's kind of keeping in that Katamari tradition where like, um, you know, the king of all cosmos and Katamari destroyed the stars because he was just like trashed and just decided to destroy the stars because he was fucking drunk. Uh, this one, it all just comes down to like uh, something got jealous of something else and blew up the world. And so you're rebuilding the world and ultimately you confront the uh, the thing that destroyed the world. And you're like, you know, it's it, it comes to you and like explains itself. It's like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I, I fucking, you know, I felt felt jealous and I destroyed the world. And then I felt bad because I was floating through space and I didn't have any more friends. And, uh, you know, if you could forgive me, I'd appreciate it. And then it literally gives you four options. And, like, the option, one of the first options is like, eh, it's okay. And then the other <laughs> option is like, I don't know, man, it's a little messed up that you would destroy the world just out of jealousy. But ultimately, we forgive you. And then the third option, like, it's even more long-winded. Like, listen, I think you need to really consider your actions here. You destroyed the world out of jealousy, but ultimately we forgive you. <laughs> and then, like, you know, the last one, it's something like, you know, you, you haven't thought about us at all, but if it weren't for you destroying the world, we never would have had all the fun of rebuilding the world. So <laughs> ultimately... Yeah, you know, we're mad at you, but the, the, we're going to let you off the hook just this once, and ultimately we do forgive you. I'm like, okay, well, I guess ultimately all these options are forgiving them. <laughs> like, it's really funny they give you that option. And then, you know, when you confirm your answer, it's like, seriously, you sure you want to go with this? I'm like, wait, am I picking the wrong answer? Am I supposed to... <laughs> Am I supposed to just say it's okay, or can I choose one of the long-winded forgivenesses? This game's fucking making me second-guess myself. <laughs> but, yeah, ultimately... It's just a game about holding hands with different objects and dancing and stacking things on each other and pooping and just, you know, the game, I, I got to assume it's like, you know, it's it's how kids see the world. Like having a kid now myself, it's like, why is he suddenly interested in that object over there? Like, is that object calling out to him for some reason? He's thrown it on the ground and moved on to a different object. That's kind of the vibe of the game. Like, there's a bunch <laughs> of colorful shit. And it just tempts you to move on to the next thing constantly. <laughs> and everything cries, everything laughs, everything poops. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of colorful nonsense, and it's fucking great. <laughs> like it's, uh, it, it, it might not be for everybody, but I think you, you, know, you really should give it a try. It's, it's a fucking wild game. So it's uh, really, really something. <laughs> so I'm yeah. sold, John. I'm 100% sold. Johnny, quite frankly, I think you need to, you know, I know, again, you're working from home with this whole virus thing going on. I think you need to take some of your work hours and start streaming Wadham right in the middle of the week. <laughs> like, just do Wednesday morning Wadham and just really piss your bosses off. Just, uh, just, just instead of fixing whatever problems you have at work, stream yourself playing a colorful game in which you suck objects up and poop them out. God, that sounds, I think that sounds great. I think you should. It's a, it's a great idea. John, you're going to get yeah. fired for real. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's not a Ryan firing. It's a real firing, and I know you want it, but, uh, <laughs> you know. Wow. It's, uh, it needs to happen. So, yeah, th there's no better reason to get fired from your real-life job than for streaming yourself playing Wattam and discovering the insanity of this game. I, you know, I think you need to do it, John. 
But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fucking cool. It's uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, you know, I bought it at full price whenever it came out to support the creator because I'm like, hey. It finally fucking came out. I'm happy to have this. But yeah, if you see this on a discount or on a Game Pass or something, snatch that shit up. Because this thing, it's it's really silly and it's really chill. You can play co-op. Uh, that's actually the way I had the most fun with it. My brother came to town for the holidays and we were playing this together. And, you know, I did not partake in any of his, uh, his smokables prior to playing the game. But I kind of wish I had. Because it's just, it's, you know... It, the game chills me out enough. I, I didn't need to smoke before playing the game, but I kind of feel like my appreciation for the game would have been increased or enhanced by uh, by smoking a little something before playing this game. It should, so, just, yeah. that should just come with the game. It should just be weed and water. It really should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, if you buy Wadham at full price on the PlayStation Store, there should be someone riding a bike to your house to deliver you a bag of something to, <laughs> uh, to appreciate the game. I, I don't see how that's so infeasible. What's everybody's problem? Um... But yeah, uh, get together with a friend, play this game two-player, it's fucking silly, and you'll just laugh and goof off and have a lot of fun. It's it's almost like a GTT game. It makes zero sense, you goof off, you have fun, and it's got some decent music in it. So, uh, this might, you know, Wadham might be the, f the official game of GTT, now that I say it. Wow. <laughs> One of five has voted on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Whew. yeah, it's, uh, it's good, and I'm glad everybody's got my back on that, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vote of confidence from everybody not reacting. Thank you, Ryan, for pointing that out. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty great, and, uh... I support you, John. Thank you, David. I was waiting for you. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, David's alive. Let's, uh, let's... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I vote that, you know, uh, to send it to the calculating computer tonight, we all, uh, we all hold hands and do a little circle dance around the computer, and, uh, then ultimately one of us will, uh, suck the yellow, the others up and poop them out. So, Johnny, let's, uh, let's do all those things as we, uh, as we hit the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Oh, computer. Johnny's pooping. Beeps. Beeps. What the heck? Scoring complete. This game's winning. So I don't have a sound effect for Ryan, but he is the winner. Wait, we'll make what? one what? and put it what? in there what? in post. <laughs> I don't have I only one got for two Ryan. I only got two right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so did John. And I was gonna give it to you because John didn't upload victory music. Oh shit. My oh, victory okay. music <laughs> is terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on, kids. Yeah, sorry. I saw a Ryan Victory song in the drive. I didn't think that was his bonus music. I thought he somehow brought a wind jingle. That's foolish of me. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> no, I know. did. I did. That's This is my yeah. victory music. Thank you very much. It's an honor to win again. I feel like I got a high percentage. I've won like four of the times I've been on here. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan, you, uh, you got a you got a pretty great streak going. You, you tend to win when you appear on the show. It's, Thanks. Uh, Shout out to Shazam. Yeah. You know what this <laughs> reminds me of? This reminds Go me on. of whenever like they have a celebrity at WrestleMania and the celebrities always win. Are you calling me yeah. are you calling me the Rob Gronkowski of Game That Tune? That's yes. exactly it. Ryan Gronk on Game That Tune. He's uh he's here. It's his show. Uh he's got a better win percentage than any of the other guests that we've had on the show. So yes, congratulations, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Uh he's he's way better than Ash Paulson and uh David Wyland, so <laughs> Well, Burn. that's easy. So this this uh, uh, this fourth song falls directly in line with everything we've been talking about so far. 
Yes, exactly. So, Ryan, congratulations. You've won the episode. Uh, that does mean that you have to pick a theme for next week's episode. Oh, God. Can you give me, give me 30 on. seconds to think and come back to me? <laughs> um... So uh, yeah, Ryan, he's uh, he's he's definitely a gracious winner. He knows what he's uh, he knows what he likes. The man likes themes. He likes to pick a theme um, and promote things. But we won't promote anything until Ryan picks a theme for the next episode. So Ryan, uh, yeah, what do you what do you, what do you got in mind for this next episode? The episode that will not feature you on Game That Tune. That's correct. Um, how about only games that are from the year? 2005 see you know he's good that's how you pull one off the top of your head man ryan pulled the bowler derby off his hat and uh, revealed the bomb underneath he's a he's a it's a wadham theme he surprised us all by pulling out a theme so yes uh you know no uh you know not tied to anything timely not in uh, any way connected to anything going on. Games from the year 2005 <laughs> coming up on next week's Game That Tune. Ryan, thank you. Well, Excellent thing is there's, there's not, there's, I mean, you, the other option would be like games that involve like spreading disease, but I feel like 2005 is just more fun. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. We, you know, we like, I, I did not, it felt a little tasteless to really do an episode themed around whatever virus panic is going on. I've seen other podcasts that seem to just de be determined to bring that up. And I'm like, okay, let's just, let's pump the brakes. Let's relax. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's just do an episode where we all fucking relax. So that's my <laughs> reaction to this. You know, the, the theme will not be virus panic or zombies or the fucking apocalypse. We'll be so yes. Thinking back to, to a simpler time. Exactly. 2005, man. You know, the Bush era when everything was great. <laughs> <laughs> See? I can find problems any time after 2001. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great episode. Thank you so much, Ryan, for selecting that theme. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We had a great time tonight. Uh, thank you, everybody, watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Search for us there. Johnny, are we going to be getting Mixer in the mix soon, or is that strictly for other stuff? That's just, I'm not, no, I'm not going to do that. Okay, nope, we're not on Mixer. Fuck Mixer. You heard it here first. Uh, Johnny versus Ninja <laughs> coming up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Take them on, John. Uh, thank you to everybody listening in podcast form. We're available on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. So check us out there. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, share the podcast with your friends. Force them to listen to it. Get them in your car. Turn on Game That Tune. Make them listen to it. They'll love it. Just do it. Sit them in your um, car for two and a half hours, which is, I think, how long this mm -hmm. episode has gone. <laughs> Next time you have a two to three hour commute, play an episode of Game That Tune. They'll love you for it. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, thank you to everybody checking out Patreon, patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. Uh, we've got Jesse's covered up series. We've got mixtapes. We've got GTT gyms. We've got just random bonus shit happening. Uh, anybody that hasn't listened to that, uh, you know, March the 17th special mix, you're missing out. Uh, again, David picked some great songs. We're not clear on what the theme was exactly, but, uh, it's, uh, you know, pretty, a uh, pretty green mix that we got there for you guys. So go check that out over at Patreon. Special thanks to all of our fantastic Patreon super fan tier producers. The list keeps getting longer. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Chrono, Dominic Guy, Kelly Om, Taylor Y, and our newest Patreon super fan tier producer, Sam L., I assume that's Samuel L. Jackson, the actor. So thank you so much, 
Samuel L. Jackson, or Sam L. on Patreon, for being a Patreon super fan tier producer. Uh, we appreciate all your support of the show. Um, thank you. Oh, shit, man. Uh, there's no, uh, there's no requester to thank tonight, so, uh, you know, we can thank, uh, thank everybody for listening and for always submitting the request via our Discord server or at GameThatTune at gmail.com via email or, uh, hit us up in the 24-7 video game music live stream at youtube.com slash GameThatTune. And then, uh, Ryan, you're, uh, you're here because, uh, you know, not just because you love Game That Tune and wanted to show up for the first time in 100 episodes, but because I think... I think you got a little something that you wanted to, to plug, discuss, to, to pitch to our fantastic fans. So, Ryan, why don't you tell us about what you got going on right now? Okay, so origi- I, well, originally I was coming on to promote something different, I think. Right, John? Yes. Oh, hell! Yeah, and I forgot to tell everybody before the show. <laughs> Thanks, John! So that got wow. canceled. That got canceled. <laughs> okay, so the thing Ryan was promoting was canceled, so I assume Ryan is promoting the canceled Oklahoma Thunder NBA season. Exactly why I'm um, here. I'm a representative yeah. of uh, Paul George. He doesn't play for us anymore. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, why are you here? <laughs> well, originally, we were going to do something this weekend for a fundraiser thing. It didn't work out. But uh, if anyone does care, on Friday night, I will be live streaming uh, a 90s, 2000s DJ set live on Twitter and Facebook anyone cares hell, hell yeah and yeah. if they Follow want to Ryan. tip me i will take requests yes he's on twitter at rake r-a-y-k-e follow him on twitter check him out on facebook he's doing a live dj set and from time to time he does fundraising video game streams at twitch.tv slash funder up but apparently he's not promoting that right now so uh you know well, it's not happening when it does happen i'll come back <laughs> exactly. We'll be happy to have you back, man. It was really, it was really great having you back on the show. Uh, despite David being uh, in and out, we really appreciate you popping. Someone had to in. step up, so, and it was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, you know, hit us up on uh, hit us up on Twitter. Follow us at Game That Tune, or you can follow us individually on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at jgangsta one eight seven. You can follow John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan Jr. You can follow David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And you can follow Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah. So Ryan, you've won the show and you have nothing to promote. So you got to really cut a promo for these bonus tunes. So, you know, really, really sell us on the bonus tunes to take us home. Listen, this is just a, uh, this is a deep cut. A lot of people don't know this. This is a deep cut from the Braid soundtrack. Uh, it was originally supposed to be on the one of the on level three when you have the shadow guy with you, but it got cut for copyright reasons. But I brought it to you guys. It's a rare moment. I'm going to play it for you right now. Hell yeah. Peace out, everybody. That was literally the most surprising thing that ever happened. Goodbye, David. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe they got that from the game. That's crazy. (laughs) 
Box Boy plus Box Girl is copyright 2019 HAL Laboratory and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Dust Force is copyright 2014 Hitbox and Digerati Distribution. Raid is copyright 2008 Number None. Sid Meier's Pirates is copyright 1991 Microprose. Watum is copyright 2019 Annapurna Interactive.